Welcome to the pulse that moves the triangle world today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsprecher. Hi, friends. Today we have with us Meg Montanez, holistic cannabis practitioner who is nationally board certified in holistic nutrition. She owns CBD Continuum on Salem Street in downtown Apex. Welcome, Meg. Hi, how are you today? Doing well and looking forward to you shining some light on all things to do with, oh, I don't know, you know, we got marijuana, Mary Jane, Buddha, wacky tobacky. Uh, So looking to you for an education on some generalized thoughts. Uh, Let's start for those who think CBD is just a glorified form of marijuana. Talk about the difference between the two, marijuana and CBD. Absolutely. Yes. So basically the big difference between marijuana and CBD is going to be the varying amounts of THC, which is the psychoactive component of the cannabis plant. The CBD will have 0.3% or less regulated by law and marijuana will have unlimited amounts of THC. Okay, and I'm just going to continue with a couple differences, and then we'll get into some more meat. So what is the difference between hemp oil and CBD oil? That's an excellent question. Hemp oil is actually a superfood. It's an oil that's been extracted from the seeds of industrial hemp by cold pressing, uh, cold press extraction. And it's not to be heated. It's an oil that you're going to use like on your cold pasta salads and things like that. When you heat that, it can turn to a trans fatty acid and that can damage heart, uh, the heart valve. So that's a cold, uh, a cold oil. Um, CBD is extracted from the flowers, the leaves, the stems, the stalks of matured, uh, hemp plants and contains a variety of nutritional properties and it stimulates the body's endocannabinoid system, which is responsible for balance. Okay, um, so you're saying the hemp oil you would use like on a salad as opposed mm-hmm. to the CBD, which might be used on your body. Correct. You can, uh, CBD that you put in your body comes in a different way, a variety of different ways. You can use it as topicals. You can put the oils under your tongue. You can smoke them. You can vape them. They can, can come in the form of edibles, uh, gummies or capsules, chocolates. Etc. So, so let's just finish with this category: the difference between hemp and marijuana. Then, mm-hmm. so hemp and marijuana. Again, the, the big difference is going to be the amount of THC in it. THC is a cannabinoid, just like CBD. There are hundreds of them in the cannabis plant, and when we have them all together, they're very medicinal to the body. There, there's absolutely a place for THC. Uh, unfortunately, when you go to a dispensary, most of it's recreational because in order for that to be considered medicinal, it has to be in a specific ratio with CBD. If it's just straight THC, it's going to be more recreational than anything. Mm-hmm. So, and you mentioned this, you know, CBD boasts many properties, including help with anxiety, pain, insomnia, and even weight loss. 
Um, I'd like to go over the full spectrum of these advantages through a few different categories, starting with the benefits for athletes and their workout recovery. Yeah, CBD is wonderful for athletes. Uh, CBD reduces inflammation, which ultimately leads to pain. Uh, so it can uh, aid in recovery fine. It can also be effective in treating long-term neurological effects linked to concussions and other head injuries that can occur through athletics. What about managing cancer-related symptoms? So cannabinoids, again, CBD, THC, there's a whole bunch of them. Those are the most uh, most widely known ones. Cannabinoids have been shown to relieve uh, chemotherapy-related nausea and vomiting. It can increase your appetite. It can relieve pain. It can lift your mood, and it can improve your sleep. Uh, studies have shown that there are tumor-shrinking properties of CBD, which inhibit the new growth of cancer cells and the prevention of metastasis. Fabulous. Rheumatoid arthritis. So arthritis is inflammation. And one thing I'd really like people to understand and really connect the dots here is inflammation and pain go together. So arthritis is an inflammation which causes pain, and CBD brings uh, balance back to that. So not as many pain signals are coming through and reduces inflammation. I would like to point out if you're going to be doing an edible, such as a gummy, you want to look at the ingredients and make sure that there's no gelatin in there because by nature, animal products are pro-inflammatory. So if you have a gummy that has gelatin in it, and CBD is very counterproductive. So you're going to want to look for plant-based sources. Parkinson's disease quality of life. CBD is extremely protective to the brain. We call it neuroprotective. So it can reduce uncontrolled movement, tremors, rigidity, um, slowness of movement. It can improve pain and improve sleep. Now, what about migraines and headaches? This is like common for just about everybody from time to time. What do you got for that? yeah, so migraines. Migraines are interesting. What we see with migraines typically, uh, they are associated with delayed food allergies. Uh, nonetheless, if, if you don't know what your delayed food allergies are, you can go get an IgG blood test to figure out what those are. But uh, migraines appear to involve the hypothalamus, and the hypothalamus has a very high density of cannabinoid receptors. Uh, typically, migraines will be triggered by you know foods, bright light, hunger, chemicals in food sudden anxiety, hormonal changes, lots of different things. Uh, so the trigger initiates a chemical reaction in the brain that normally releases the body's own cannabinoids, which are called endocannabinoids, to restore balance or equilibrium. Uh, migraines don't, uh, for some reason, people who experience migraines, their body is not releasing these endocannabinoids. So that indicates that there is a deficiency. Um, so the flow of chemicals causes abnormal dilation of blood vessels in the brain, and then the increased pressure uh, increases the swelling in the surrounding tissue and causes your pain to just skyrocket. So cannabinoids can reduce inflammation, reduce pain, and restore balance to overfine pain signals. Now this one, I'm going to be selfish and ask for give me everything you got on it because I actually know a little one uh, with epilepsy, and I understand this can help children in different areas. And so can you tell us all about that? 
this is probably my favorite topic of all because our children are our children and they are the innocence of the world and they are our future. Um, so I have a very near and dear place in my heart for children. And I've seen this work firsthand. Um, CBD initially, Charlotte's Web. Charlotte was a little five-year-old who was having epilepsy and uh, they gave her some CBD and lo and behold, the whole world noticed that her seizure stopped. Um, so we know that CBD reliably delivers a range of anti-convulsant effects, and this is done by targeting a receptor in the brain called the CB1 receptor, which is associated with the endocannabinoid system. In order to target the CB1 receptor, it's imperative that we have THC in the product. So this is where your full-spectrum products are going to come in. You don't need a whole bunch of it, but you definitely need a little bit of it to target the CB1 receptor. So so for, for children in this situation, would this be... Um you know, something you put on their tongue or, or how is it administered? There are lots of different ways. Um, and depending on, you know, what we're talking about depends on which method you would want to administer. If you have a child who's in the middle of an epileptic event, we would want to get it into the body right away. So you could do something like a nasal spray. The nasal cavity is extremely vascular. So you get a really high uptake of the CBD into the body at an extremely quick pace. Uh, at a, a, a rapid uh, effect. So you could do a nasal spray. You could also do an oil under the tongue, but if it was my child and, and you know, I had this little girl, she was having a seizure, I would I would spray the nasal spray in her nose, and then prophylactically, like on a regular basis, I would give her like a gummy or something um, every day just to keep it in her system. Oh, a gummy. That... Mm-hmm. <laughs> my little one would love a gummy on any day of oh, the week, yeah. so <laughs> no struggling. <laughs> Yeah, gummies are nice for children and also for elderly because there's a lot of stigma associated with this product, and it's really unfortunate. Uh, We're not going to get into that, but, you know, there's so wonderful properties with CBD. So if you you have an elderly person that, you know, that you love and you care about and you want to try this natural medicament, a gummy seems to be very receptive to them because it's more like a treat. They don't see it as much as a a medication, if you will. You know, I wouldn't mind just a quick chat about the controversy about this, because I almost want to say, well, where has this been all my life when it, when it helps, you know, athletes and arthritis and epilepsy, it's like, geez, haven't, why haven't we done this for forever? Um, Mm -hmm. but it's been such a struggle to have it come through as this type of help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Again, it, it really goes back to the THC levels because, I mean, just like an opioid, if you take too much of it, it can make you high. And it's the same thing with, with this beautiful plant. Uh, you know, so anything really, for the most part, can be abused and misused. When it's used properly, it's, it's a natural medicine for the body. And when it's misused, then it's recreational, just like an opioid would be. It's really unfortunate that there's so much controversy around it, but people are really starting to open their eyes and looking for an alternative. This this plant has been around for thousands and thousands of years. I mean, we can trace it all the way back 10,000 years ago to Chinese emperors, um, and they were using it, and obviously the Egyptians were using it. And It's a beautiful, wonderful plant that can heal so many things on the planet, not just our bodies. Yeah, all these years... Um, yeah. And, and so that's good. Okay. So, but there is some traces of THC in CBD. 
If there's a, if you're having a full spectrum product, yes. So full spectrum, what that means, again, that the cannabis plant is loaded with cannabinoids. The most popularly known ones are CBD and THD, but there are hundreds of them. So when you have a full spectrum product, you're having all of the cannabinoids in there and they work together synergistically. Whereas if you had an isolate, they've just, they've taken the CBD and isolated it and gotten rid of everything else. Now, that's still going to be great for the body, but full spectrum is always going to be better. And if you envision an apple that's been peeled versus an apple that's not been peeled, they're both really great for the body, but one is significantly better than the other one because of the additional nutrients. And this is the same thing. CBD and THD and all the other cannabinoids are nutrients for the body's endocannabinoid system. So how would you know how to pick that where you're getting enough of THC but not too much of THC or or some of these other things? That's a great question. In North Carolina, unfortunately, we don't have any control over that. The government controls that because we are limited to the amount of THC that we can have in our products. So specifically speaking in states where it's not legal, we're getting trace amounts of it in there, which is enough at the molecular level to stimulate the CD1 receptor with the THC, but it's not enough to make it inebriated or uh, high, if you will. So you can't and get high they, with CBD? No, you can't get high. Now, if you smoke it, um, it comes in a flower form. It looks very much like tobacco. It smells kind of like marijuana looks kind of like marijuana. If you're familiar with the two, you know, you can definitely tell the difference between the two, but if you're not familiar with the two, then you may have a hard time distinguishing. Um, but yeah, smoking, if you smoke a bunch of it, you can feel a little almost like groggy. Like if you were to take a nap in the middle of the day and you wake up and you feel kind of groggy, you can feel like that if you smoke too much of it. That's been my experience, but I've not had that experience ever with sublingual oils or gummies. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, so will CBD interfere with your medications? Oh, that is an excellent question. I get asked that often. So what studies are indicating is that high levels of CBD, 600 milligrams and up, uh, they could interfere with the metabolism of medication because it can uh, mess with the enzyme, which is responsible for breaking down medications called the P450 enzyme. However, sublingual oils, the oils that go under your tongue, nasal sprays, topicals, smoking or vaping, that all bypasses digestion. So it will not interfere with the P450 enzymatic function. Yeah. And um, what about drug testing? I, I know THC will show up, but anything with the CBD? Mm-hmm. So drug testing, it just depends on what they're testing for. If they're testing for CBD, absolutely it's going gonna, it's gonna to pop up because that's what it is. If they're testing for THC, it depends on how sensitive the tests are. Um, typically, it does not show up, but I always tell people you have to be comfortable with that. And what I would always propose, if you really want to know, I recommend that you call a lab to confirm. Um, but, you know, what I've been told is that from labs, uh, I have a few clients who work in lab testing and... If it's under a certain threshold, they mark it as zero. So when we're talking about CBD in the medicaments that I have, we're talking about 0.3% or less THC for the entire medicament. So you're really talking about super ultra traces of it. May show up. It could because it's in there, but typically not. But again, you know, if you're apprehensive, you have to use your best judgment on that. And you can also try to call labs and see what, uh, what advice they give you. 
Okay. So, so here's a little bit, uh, a side note kind of thing that I wasn't aware of, but I, I should have, because I, I did an interview with a pet consultant and it was interesting to learn about pet therapies out there. And now I've learned there is even CBD advantages for pets. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, pets, I love pets. They're just like children. They're so innocent and they're just full of love. But they suffer just as many ailments uh, as humans do. They suffer from pain and inflammation, arthritis, cancer, seizures, digestive issues, same things that people do. But what most people don't know, and this is a really awesome factoid, if you will, is that animals have greater concentrations of receptors in their endocannabinoid system than people do. So hmm. it works really, really well for for, uh, for pets. And, you know, they come in peanut butter and hard treats and soft treats and oils you can put in their mouth. Pets seem to really love the treats. Hmm. You learn something new every day, if you're lucky. I mean, you can give this <laughs> to horses. You can give it to rabbits. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Of, uh, yeah, all kinds of four-legged friends, you know. We have the system in our body, you know, and if we are not producing enough endocannabinoids, the cannabinoids that our body makes, then we're deficient if we're not getting it through our diet. So most of us are deficient. And you'll see that's where a lot of chronic conditions like anxiety and pain and depression and, you know, insomnia, they're from endocannabinoid deficiencies. So let's talk a few products. Uh, I see you have hand sanitizer and all my alarms went off because I'm wondering, could this be the answer for some who cannot find hand sanitizer during this COVID-19 shortage? Yes. I have a local chemist who is amazing, and he formulates several of my products. Uh, I do try to carry local as much as possible. So he produces a couple of my my sublingual oils that go under the tongue in different flavors. He also produces one of my um, popicles that has a really nice, beautiful spring shower scent. But he also makes the sanitizers. I called him and I said, I, we need, I, need, I need your help. I said, can you make me some sanitizers? And he said, absolutely. So he made me a two-ounce uh, hand sanitizer that contains CBD because the, uh, the CBD gets absorbed into the skin, so it's going to start uh, creating balance in the cannabinoid system when you put it on. It also contains another cannabinoid, which we won't get into today, that's called CDG, and it also has vitamin E in it, so it's really hydrating for the for the, uh, the hands. He extracts the oils from Baldwin Farm, which is in the Oxford area, about an hour away from, we are, from where we are, and it's 100% organic. Fantastic. Uh, tell us about a couple other products. Uh, let's see. I also carry uh, practitioner-grade products that are really lovely. They are not local. Um, they come in three different strengths, so they're manufactured in different places depending on the strength. But they have a hemp oil base, which is really nice. Hemp oil is really high in omega-3, and most Americans are deficient in omega-3. And what we can see through a lot of brain disease and a lot of brain illness is uh, around the board is um, uh, omega-3 deficiencies. So it's kind of like feeding two birds with one piece of bread, if you will. We get you some omega-3 in your brain, and we can stimulate your uh, CBD, uh, your endocannabinoid system at the same time. Um, we've got some lotions. Uh, we've got some candles. We have some really awesome massage candles. You light them, and they smell so wonderful. And then after it melts, you just take that wax, and you massage it right into your skin, and the skin feels like baby skin. It's just beautiful. 
we've got a lot of different products in the store. Okay. Well, something to certainly check out on Salem Street and Apex. Uh, uh, so let's go with last word. Last word. Let's see. Um, I would like to tell you about the wonderful, wonderful thing, at least one of the wonderful things that I've seen with my own eyes. Um, dyskinesia, you know, a lot of times we forget about the elderly just in general. Um, the elderly... They, they really need a lot of love and a lot of support in a lot of ways. And natural medicine is really becoming to be on the rise with the elderly as medications, you know, too many medications can cause the heart to stop and, you know, various other things mixed with other medications. So a lot of people are looking for natural alternatives for the elderly. Dyskinesia is a condition very similar to Parkinson's. It's when somebody has a loss of motor skills. Um, I have... I have a client who has severe dyskinesia, and she came to my store. I have been selling product to her niece for quite some time. Uh, her niece presented to my store and in tears, and she said that she was desperate because her grandmother was flailing all around, her head moving all around so much so that she couldn't eat or drink, and they were really concerned about her overall health, as you can imagine. So she purchased the oil I recommended, uh, you know, I kind of, guided her towards, and she, she called me just about 10 minutes later because the grandmother lived around the corner, and she was crying, she said, because her grandmother stopped moving for the first time in however many years. And as wonderful as that was, I did not see it with my own eyes until a few months later when she brought her grandmother in with her. And her grandmother was moving around and flailing around so much, I was very concerned that she was going to fall on the floor and get hurt. So I had her sit at my desk and uh, went ahead and got the oil for the granddaughter, the one that she wanted. And she put it in her mouth, in her grandmother's mouth, right there in the store. And there were about six other people in there watching at the time. She put it right in her grandmother's mouth, and within just a few seconds, she was as still as a board, stopped moving completely. Stood right up and walked right out the door like nothing ever happened. And you can imagine the shock. Uh, everybody talked about that for quite some time after they left. And uh, so everybody thought with their, with their own eyes. But CBD is amazing. But you have to have really good quality products, and you have to understand how to take them and when to take them. And, well, thank you so much for being here today. We appreciate you uh, clearing some of the uh, the fuzziness around that. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Time for our nonprofit spotlight. I'm attributing this to what I picked up from Business Wire. Through a program called Feed the Soul, hospital workers across North Carolina are receiving deliveries of nutritious meals as they respond to growing needs to treat COVID-19 patients. The meal deliveries are made possible by contributions made to an emergency response fund created by the North Carolina Healthcare Foundation, a nonprofit charitable organization. For a contribution of around 15 bucks, peak People can buy a healthy meal that will be delivered to local hospital workers. To date, the program has delivered more than 10,000 meals to staff at 13 hospitals in Asheville, Charlotte, Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel Hill. The program is now expanding to Greenville and Wilmington. You can purchase a meal by going to NC. H A dot org forward slash feed the soul. N C H 
www.ca.org forward slash feed the soul. The foundation opened the emergency response fund in March. To date, it has received contributions of more than $130,000 toward a target of raising $150,000 by the end of May. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. Thanks for joining us via Apple, iTunes, Spotify, our hot radio, Google, etc. or at our website, triangle411.buzzsprout.com. This is Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be bold. <laughs>